there, Sunny D here to invite you to have dinner with us at the Hemp Mansion in Brandon, Florida, April 30th at 6 p.m. Tickets go on sale today and you can get a 20% discount on this and all Pot Smoking Mom events by becoming a patron. Go to potsmokingmoms.com to take advantage of this sweet discount and party with us Saturday, April 30th. See you there. Now we're going to record a Shall episode. we Let's jump begin. in? I always imagine myself doing the running man to this part of the song. <laughs> what up, yo? I'm Sunny D. You know what podcast this is. This is the Pot Smoking Moms podcast. Here along with my homegirl, Captain J. Hello, hello, hello. Hey, look, we love you. You love us. There's no denying this. Rate, review, subscribe on all of the platforms, you know? Even if you don't have Spotify and you're an Apple person, download Spotify just to give us a little poop, the little rate. Become a patron for a chance to see this in video. Be Yeah, become a patron because it's it, fun. It's fun. There's a lot of perks to being a patron. Really excited about a couple of things going on shortly for patrons. But first. But first, what do you have into Royal Bong? I have um, the flowery. And it's straw nana. Oh, all right. I got a little true leave. Paradise weights. Clinky clink. Right? Cheers. Hey. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, guys. That was nice. Much we can edit. Than the, much better than we the can edit song. the barf. No, I'm kidding. I have coughed so hard I've barfed before. Yeah, that my husband's done that a lot. Yeah. He acts easily. Me too. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I've had flyby yackings in the past, so I know what it's like. Uh, that was great though. That was a pretty nice, smooth little hitty. Yeah, yeah, hey, good stuff. Um, you know what? Also, good stuff. We got a really good interview today with some very inspiring people. Uh, we're interviewing the center at St. Pete Beach. We're talking to Carrie Flores and Michael Moses. Wonderful people. We're gonna see them out at Four Twenty Fest, April thirtieth, at Haran Park out there in St. Pete Beach. I was looking at pictures of the park. It's really beautiful. It really it literally is on it's the right water. On the water. Yeah. yeah. That's exciting. I love being by the water. And they do have medication areas. For patients. For yeah. patients. Um, it's going to be lots of fun. We have and a lot of people there. out there we haven't met before. So it should be really fun. And then afterwards at night, that's going to go on from 12 to 5. And then later on that night, we're having a nice fancy dinner over a hemp mansion. Yes. In Brandon, Florida. Mm -hmm. We're getting a lot of comments of like, where? where's this place? Where's this place at? So Brandon, Florida, right there by Tampa. Brandon, Florida. Very close to a lot of people's families. Six well, miles, there's people who have like hit us up. who have been like, I have someone hit, hit us up. was like, I have actually have family members out there. So maybe I'll go and stay the night, spend the weekend. And I was like, yo, us too, for sure. Do it. So make a weekend out of it. Should be really fun. Party with us. You know, tickets are a little bit pricey because it's an infused meal. It's a full it's meal. We have entertainment. Putting the drink. Yeah, right. Four it's like a meal. full course meal. It's nice. Um, we have goodie bags with treats and stuff and um, we'll music. And listen, if you become a patron, we have a special deal. If you become a patron, you get 20% off of the dinner. So it knocks it down to like 135 bucks. Which... Listen, when we were putting together this whole dinner, like I was like, I don't want to charge an absurd yeah. amount of money because I do want to make it affordable because I know it can be a little bit pricey. But like go out to have dinner somewhere at a nice, decent, nice place. 
you're going to drop like at least 60 bucks per person. And and, and that's the, to and that's not that. including your the cost of parking and the tips and all of that other shit that you that you, that ends up rolling into the price of your night. Mm-hmm. So you know, uh, become a patron and get a discount. It's worth it. Uh, oh, we we have a little update with uh, we were uh, talking about Brittany Griner. Griner? Yeah. So I was scrolling TikTok and I, I don't know if anybody that's listening follows under the desk news. Yeah, I love her. Uh, but they do, um, you know, news bits. And uh, they did a uh, one about Brittany Griner's update. She wouldn't even use her name or anything. Oh, so yeah. she says this word, this updates about this beautiful person. She's talking about Griner. So here's a clip. Right. And to not hash. Well, here, here you go. Here you go. Listen. Mm. This is an update on what's going on with this beautiful human. She has been in custody in Russia for just over a month. A U.S. embassy official was able to visit her in prison. They said that she is in good spirits and although being too tall for the top bunk, looks generally healthy. She is sharing a cell with two other Russian women who are facing the same charges. She is okay. The reason you have not seen a ton of press coverage is because her friends and family have asked for it to not be politicized and not be made a huge media circus. That could very much compromise her position and the negotiations that are being done for her release. It could also compromise her U.S. embassy access. Both she and her wife have appealed to the media and the public for privacy as they try to negotiate her release through back channels. We do know that she will be detained until at least May 1st. You're welcome to share this video, but please do not use any hashtags with her name. I'll see you guys in a little bit, okay? Under the news desk. Was under, under, under the, the desk, desk news. Because she used to, yeah, or I think she goes by they. Um, yeah. Uh, under the desk. Like they would be. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. Desk and just do the news. We've been there. following her. We've been following that account for a while. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Adjusting. <laughs> but uh, that TikTok's awesome. Yeah, so that's an update on that. So she said till oh, May. Yeah. I can't imagine. Well, I and, mean, and 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 sh- and she's selling, she's sharing a cell with two other Russian ladies women, yeah. who they ha- was in there for the same, same thing. thing. Vape, vape pen or whatever. Weed, weed, weed. So what's up? What's new? Anything oh, happening? Yeah. <laughs> As I was editing um, the show last week, I was laughing at a whole conversation of turning red because I caved and I was like, well, you know what? Uh, after you watched it and was like, look, I, there was a couple of people I, to- I spoke to, but after you were like, look, that was kind of like the most intense part. And then I kind of was like, yeah, maybe I felt a little bit more shame too because the mom was being so like uh, upset about it. But um, after you got, you were like, oh, I watched the rest of it and it was okay. I, we did. I watched it. We've been watching it. It's fine. It's cute, right? It is cute. Like, and I and 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 I like the idea of like trying to incorporate, you know, preparing our daughters for that time and all that stuff, and just whatever putting it into the context like that. Yeah, I think was good. So yeah, we watched that. Uh, I don't know. That's it. I've been just really get getting things ready and trying to like do stuff for the for the dinner. Event. Yeah. yeah, everything that's like occupying all everything. Yeah, now. pretty much. <laughs> I just came back from an amazing birthday I know vacation. you gotta tell us about we saw I was like catching the um the stories that you would post and stuff some wonderful uh locations I wish I could have posted more but I was just like really enjoying being there yeah right and you don't want to do you posted plenty it was enough for me to go wow look at that so beautiful we had okay so we flew into Denver and then my friends picked us up at the airport and we immediately started driving out to Buena Vista, which is about two and a half hours outside of Denver in the mountains. Mm-hmm. Whole drive is absolutely stunning. So the two hour drive did not matter. Yeah. Like an hour out from our Airbnb, we stopped and got groceries in a town that we knew had a big like grocery store. And then we get there and our view was just like stunning. We had like three peaks right in front of our yeah. front porch. It was it was beautiful, beautiful. And then the next day it snowed and we were thinking about going sledding, but we didn't have the proper like snow pants and all that. So instead, uh, we went to a nearby town called Salida and these people hit up a few breweries. Mm, They like beer. Yeah, I would have been down for that, too. (laughs) I I was like, whatever, I got my weed. 
I'll smoke where I can and, you know, they can drink their beer. The thing is that I was smoking alone a lot of the time. Like, I only smoked Damn, one see, time. I would have smoked with you. I, I but was, I would have drank beer with them, too. Because everybody I was with was not so smoking. My husband has uh, stopped because he's trying to get a new job. And everybody I go with doesn't really smoke yeah. that much. So. Damn it. Yeah, it was like by myself freezing my ass out you had even tried to link up with somebody uh that we know out there from uh smoking moms and it didn't work out it's okay i mean next time i want to do a trip that you know when i'm in the city a little longer i was only in the city we should do a pot smoking moms trip out there we will i think that'll be uh that'll be great we're making all the things we want to happen i know and i think that's gonna be one of the next things is doing another trip like doing a trip like that where we go into another legal state whether it's colorado or california or I was going to say. We're doing them all eventually. Both. We'll do those definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Nevada too. We got to go to Las Vegas. Yes. You know. But uh, the Great Sand Dunes National Park. If you can go there, go there. And I would recommend going a little bit later in the season because it was still kind of cold. It was really cold for us to be there. But it, that kind of gave us like a unique look because the the creek that goes by the sand dunes was all frozen. So we got to like walk on the ice and like break the ice and stuff like that. Yeah. And seeing like water rush under ice just looks cool. Oh, that's dope. I did eat a little bit of shrooms while I was there. Like we arrived and we like found a spot it's where like, we're going to wow, sit down. extra cool. <laughs> where we're going to like, That's a Coke can. What are you looking at? That's a Coke can. <laughs> <laughs> So we sat down and started eating sandwiches and I was like not feeling the sandwich and I was just like enjoying the view and I was like, I had brought them just in case the capsules I made. And I was like, I don't have it. My stomach's empty right now. I'm just going to, I'm just going to do it a little bit. I took four capsules. So that was 1.2. So it was just enough for like everything to be, you know, a little bit more vibrant. You're in a happy mood and all Mm -hmm, that. mm -hmm. But I wasn't like, you know, seeing things and like, Things weren't moving or anything like right, that. Right. It wasn't like crazy. It was perfect. It was really nice. Nice. I want to do it again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and yeah. then we went to the zoo when we got back to Denver. So that was pretty much the whole trip. I didn't even post anything when we were in Denver because I was just. Yeah, bro, you get wrecked. And plus I was too, exhausted. Try to get into the moment. I almost died trying to climb those sand <laughs> Reality check. <laughs> <laughs> Reality check. I was at the top of one of the sand dunes when it, the shrooms kicked in. Well, that's yeah. nice. Yeah, I was sitting up there smoking a J. And then, like, you know, it's like the, then the movie, the movie started. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys, you know what time it is. News nugs. <laughs> we didn't even plan that. No, we didn't. That was funny. You should have just kept going. Where we get high and read weed news to you. <laughs> All right. Everybody's seen this circulating already. By the time this episode a- airs, I think they would have met already. But the headline is Federal Marijuana Legalization Bill officially scheduled for House floor vote next week. Gonna be starting something. Again, the more act is about going back to the house so the u.s house of representatives (laughs) plans to vote on a bill to federally legalize marijuana for the second time in history next week congressional leadership confirmed on thursday the body will take up the marijuana opportunity reinvestment and expungement act the more act a bill sponsored by house judiciary committee chairman gerald nadler an earlier version of the measure cleared the chamber last session, but later stalled in what was then the Republican-controlled Senate. The legislation, which would remove cannabis from the list of federally controlled substances and promote social equity in the industry, cleared the Judiciary Committee again this session, and activists have been pushing for a floor vote this month. House leaders have officially placed the cannabis legislation on a list of bills they plan to take up on the House floor next week. The Rules Committee will officially take up the measure in a meeting on Monday afternoon to prepare for floor action, including by determining which amendments will be allowed to advance for consideration. The last time the Moore Act went to the floor in December 2020, it passed 228 to 164 vote 
with just five Republicans joining their Democratic colleagues in advancing the reform. One of those five GOP members, Rep- uh, Representative Don Young, died last week. Oh. He was one of bipartisan co-chairs of the Congressional Cannabis Caucus. The move to hold another vote on the cannabis legalization bill comes weeks after congressional Democrats held a closed-to-press session at a party retreat that included a panel that largely centered on the reform legislation. Oh, okay. So they're doing their research before meeting and voting. So Justin Streckel, founder of the Pro-Legalization Political Action Committee, Bull Pack, told Marijuana Moment that the upcoming Did you do that on purpose? What? Bull pack. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> bull pack. Pack bull. <laughs> it's wait, wait, wait. Founder of the Pro Legalization Political Action Committee, Bull Pack. What does it stand for? What I know. Is well, we look it, it up because I, now I'm just like, are you fucking serious? It's B O W L P A C. Right. Which stands for, <laughs> can you Google it, please? Because now I'm like, really? Bull pack? Come on. You want us? Do you want them to take us serious? You can't be doing shit like that. That's like reserved for goofballs like us, not you. No, it's not gonna better better organizing or better organizing to win legalization. B O W L. It's P A C. Is what they, they did. That political on action purpose. committee. They did. Yes, better they did that. organizing to, to win, win legalization. legalization. <laughs> Bull pack. Of course they did that on purpose. Hey, man, that's pretty great. Good uh, advertising there, Justin well, Streckle. Well, Justin Streckle, the founder of Bull Pack, told Marijuana Moment that the upcoming floor action will help voters understand where their lawmakers stand. I can't get over that. I know, I know. <laughs> yeah, first, the article just gives us that one-two hook with the person who passed away. Rest in peace. Sorry about that. And then now they're like, yeah, this guy has, has Bull Pack. Like, we're not going to figure that out. Well, it'll help voters understand where their lawmakers stand. A person writing this was like, ah, oh, this fucking guy. <laughs> had to do that. Had to do this. <laughs> this November's midterm elections. For the first time in history, Americans will be able to go to polls knowing whether or not their representative voted to end prohibition or maintain the racist and senseless policy of marijuana criminalization. He said, referring to the fact that the first House vote on the Moore Act happened shortly after the most recent federal election in 2020. Now is the time for lawmakers to ask themselves the question, do I want to vote against the will of the supermajority of American voters? Maritza Perez, director of the Drug Policy Alliance's Office of National Affairs, said the bill, the bill is a chance to move past decades of racially disparate enforcement of cannabis criminalization laws. For over half a century, marijuana prohibition has stood as the cornerstone of the cruel and inhumane drug war that has robbed millions of people of their freedom and their livelihoods. The weight of which has disproportionately fallen on the backs of black, Latinx, indigenous and low income communities who remain its number one target, she said. They've been denied jobs, housing, educational opportunities and far more. They've had their families torn apart. Others have lost their immigration status and our communities have suffered gravely as a result. Passing the legislation will help ensure our communities are not put on the back burner and made to wait a moment before a moment more for long overdue justice, she said. In addition to descheduling marijuana, the MORE Act would further allow people with past convictions to have their records expunged and create a federal tax on cannabis with the revenue going to support community reinvestment and other programs. It also contains language to create a pathway for resentencing for those incarcerated for cannabis offenses, protect immigrants from being denied citizenship over marijuana, and prevent federal agencies from denying public benefits or security clearance due to its use. The White House is firing people. Yeah. (laughs) For past use. Nothing makes sense here. Uh, Meanwhile, advocates and stakeholders are eagerly awaiting the formal introduction of a separate Senate legalization bill that's being finalized by Majority Leader Shucky Schumes. Schumer recently said the plan is to file that bill, the Cannabis Administration and Opportunity Act, in April. See, C-A-O-A. They didn't try any of that funny <laughs> nonsense. Well, that, that, that's know, different, though. It's I know. Chuck Schumer. It's not a stoner. Chucky e. Schumes. Also <laughs> in Congress, a separate bill to tax and regulate marijuana is also in play this session. 
Representative Nancy Mace is sponsoring that legislation, and she said in a recent interview that she's received assurances from Democratic leaders that her state's reform act will receive a hearing. All right, so more moves are happening, and I think this like vote or whatever is happening before this episode comes out on like Monday, I think. Well, I hope these people so update later. Light a bowl on their, uh, light a ma- light a match under their bowl. <laughs> Following episode, we'll have an update. <laughs> so this next uh, story I thought was interesting, and I thought made a little sense, a lot of sense. I just read the headline. I haven't read the whole story. Okay? It's pretty interesting headline. So it says here, college students who use marijuana show signs of greater motivation compared to non-users. Study finds. Uh huh. How did they do tell this study? Tell me more. Tell me more. Let's see. Research uh, researchers again are challenging the idea that people who smoke marijuana lack motivation with a recent study suggesting that the opposite may be true because that was all rooted in Look fear. At our it Meredith. was hello. Yeah, right. Pe- people be trying to like that was just a painting they were trying to paint. Yeah. Every the picture they were trying college. to paint. <laughs> That's like where a lot of people start, you know? That's where I started. Uh <laughs> So the study published in a journal, Experimental and Clinical Psychopharmacology, tested the stereotype by recruiting 47 college students, 25 frequent cannabis consumers, and 22 non-users, and asking them to participate in a series of behavioral assessments known as effort, effort expenditure effort <laughs> expenditure, expenditure for rewards task. Hmm. Effort expenditure for rewards task. Okay, they they could have they could have named it something funner <laughs> like bull pack. I don't understand why they went with all that. So past studies on the issue have used divergent methodology and have not controlled for key confounding variables. The researchers wrote this new study sought to adjust for those variables and found that past month cannabis days and cannabis use disorder symptoms predicted the likelihood of selecting a high effort trial. In other words. The frequent marijuana users, consumers, were actually more likely than the more likely than the control group to t- to select tasks that signal higher levels of motivation. The revolt the results provide preliminary evidence suggesting that college students who use cannabis are more likely to expend effort to obtain reward, even after controlling for the magnitude of the reward and the probability of reward receipt. They wrote. <laughs> Thus, these results do not support the a motivational syndrome hypothesis. Oh, I don't think they get so the, fancy with all these words. We're not scientists. We're Contrary <laughs> to the a motivational syndrome hypothesis, college students using more cannabis were more likely to select the high effort choice option, regardless <laughs> of the reward magnitude, probability, <laughs> and expected value of the overall reward. <laughs> Please take it away. Take it away, Doctor J. All of, you got to do this one. Do Although there were not a significant difference between cannabis use groups, there was a medium sized effect lending consistent support for an association between cannabis use and greater high effort choices. Wow. I'm sorry, we were totally making a mockery of this. <laughs> no, it's just like the way they wrote it. <laughs> the way they wrote it is like not conducive to um, human ears. The layman, layman, like more layman terms. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the study authors of the University of Memphis did caveat that the results don't necessarily single signal that frequent cannabis users employ impairment-free goal-directed behavior. However, they said more studies with larger sample groups should be pursued. On a related note... <laughs> <laughs> A study published in 2019 found that people who use marijuana report they're consuming before or after exercising improves the experience and aids in recovery. Mm -hmm. And those who do use cannabis to elevate their workout tend to get a healthier amount of exercise. A 2020 study of older Americans also found that cannabis consumers tended to do more formal exercise and engage in more physical activities than non-consumers during the course of a four-month trial. Booyah in your face! Another study published last year similar concluded that adolescent use of cannabis did not predict changes in motivation, which suggests that cannabis use may not lead to reductions in motivation over time. So we ain't lazy. Suck on that. (laughs) 
Wow, that other like few paragraphs was. I got my mom more gummies. Talking about like you know oh, motivation. There, there you go. Why was it that part of the update? I forgot honestly <laughs> to mention that. But I got her more, and yeah, she I asked for more. She didn't, but I was like, she. She ate the one you gave her, and then she yeah she ate the ones I gave her or the one I gave her yeah she ate it, and then I was like look next time just do one of the whole one because she was like I didn't feel anything. <laughs> And I was like, all right, do a whole one. It was like a 10 milligram gummy. Well, yeah, but it's five CBD, five THC. So yeah. like, I feel like that will be perfect for her. I actually. That's good. One one's good. My, one uh, my, uh, my other podcast host, uh, buddy. She's on the one one gummies now. Like she's yeah. like oh, swears by them now. Yeah, Chris, and I'm only, like, Chris will only do like low THC and stuff with CBD in it. That has like a balance. Yeah. yeah nice. Do anything. Just THC, <laughs> right? Which is fine though, but that's good. Yeah, like our our infused dinner is gonna be a balance of both. Yeah, I just feel like that's it's just good like because a, it's too much to have like a hundred or two hundred milligram dinner and not have that balance. Yeah, and it's just like a, I don't know, it makes it like a little nicer. It's not so intense. Yeah. So next is oh, hold on. Oh, Levon, if only Okay, you well, knew. this is actually good Florida news, guys. You okay there? Like, okay. No. <laughs> Scratching into the mic. It happens to me all the time. If I get super stoned in an interview, I just start, like, leaning on the microphone and then going, whoa, what is this in my face? Well, they're actually doing something good in Florida for once. So oh, new Florida yeah. law requires high, high school students, God, high school students to take financial literacy course. I know. Where was that when we were in school, this bro? Has, this should have always been the case. That just should be everywhere. Oh, I'm sorry. Can I just throw in real quick? Did you see the whole thing about Ted Cruz with the whole babies being raised? Oh, my thing? God. Yeah, I saw that. What a clown, that guy. He's an idiot. That guy is such a clown. And the thing is, is everybody's like, this clown right here. This is the clown. And he's sitting there like, huh? I wonder who they're talking about. Like, <laughs> dude. Uh, wow. Anyway, sorry. That's Back it. to the good story. So, uh, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, which is never really that good of a story, <laughs> usually not, but in this case, it's not. It's not bad. This week, signed legislation into law requiring that high school students in the state take a financial literacy course in order to graduate. Thank you, real world life skills. Financial literacy courses guide students through everyday finances, taxes, budgeting, and other financial life lessons. Michael Robinson Chavez, Los Angeles Times. Oh. Sorry, never mind. (laughs) (laughs) That was like a caption of her picture. The bill titled the Dorothy L. Huckle Financial Literacy Act requires students. I know. Who is this person? I want to look up who this is. Dorothy L. Huckle. Requires students to take a half credit in personal financial literacy, literacy and money management. The legislation requires that the course cover basic skills such as how to manage a bank account, balance a checkbook, complete a loan application, and compute federal income taxes. It also requires that the class teach high schoolers about local tax assessments, contesting incorrect billing statements, the basics of personal insurance policies, and simple contracts. Financial literacy is an important life skill for a student to have, the census said in a statement. Ensuring our students have the skills to manage their finances and perhaps one day own a business will pay dividends for our state. I'm proud to sign this bill uh, to support the future of Florida students and ultimately their families and communities. New law makes Florida the 11th state in the U.S. to include financial literacy as a graduation requirement following Alabama, Mississippi, Missouri, Nebraska, North Carolina, Ohio, Rhode Island, Tennessee, Utah, and Virginia. That's it? And those don't even sound like states that I, I would want to live in. <laughs> <laughs> I started thinking, do we have any major friendly friends out there? Because, damn. No, North Carolina's nice. Utah's pretty, but, you know, it's cold. Tennessee. Utah. Um, Sarah Beth, our buddy Sarah Beth Timmons is out in Utah. <laughs> but I, he, she complains about it. But we complain about Florida, too, bro. Yeah, what is uh, it like? Yeah. What are we doing here? Exactly. Like, it's a, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, everybody, everything has its goods and its bads, you know? According to a study, are we there? 
Yes. Uh, for my financial literacy nonprofit, Next Gen, real professional here over at Pot Smoking Moms Podcast. <laughs> personal finance, nearly seven out of 10 high school students in the U.S. had access to a standalone personal finance class in 2021, but only one in five were guaranteed to take such a course in order to graduate. Next Gen's Director of Educational Outreach, Yaneli Espinal, told Fox Business several other states are considering legislation requiring personal finance Good. courses, including Michigan, Georgia, and South Carolina. Duh, like this, every, this should just be. Yeah, you know what? I wish somebody would have told me to jump a on a thing. fucking 401k. Nobody told me that shit until it was too late. I could have made bank. I could have made bank. Espinel hailed Florida's move. Florida ranks third in the nation for K through 12 achievement and is a leader in the education space. Really? Really? She said this financial literacy bill will have News a ripple effect on other states, especially because it passed unanimously in both the Senate and House, showing it is truly a bipartisan matter because it's like, duh, of course, like who would vote against that? Yeah, only a, the villain, a villain in a Disney <laughs> movie who's like the tax collector. So That's I don't know. Good. What, That's what? good. I, I mean, you know, the only reason I learned all that young, like how to do the bank account how, is because I started working at a bank at like. Oh. Real young, like I, my first yeah. job was a cashier at a grocery store, and then when I was seventeen, turning eighteen, I started working at a bank. So like, good for you. Th- you'd think I would. I did. I started working at a, as a cashier at a Publix. I did not have any kind of like financial. Yeah, I was like, eighteen skills. already when I started working. It was at Washington Mutual. Oh, nice. Which later became Chase. Which is good that I had that experience because if I wouldn't have worked at the bank so young, um, I wouldn't have gotten the bank job when I was in Germany when my husband was in the military. Oh. That like there wasn't very many jobs on post because it was like a small post. Mm-hmm. Like if but you're bank lucky, was you one. Got, yeah, and like it was like very few spots. So like the chance of getting one of those jobs is is hard. Yeah, all the other jobs that are available there, are like work at the grocery store, work like those kind of things. Yeah. You know, so if I wouldn't have had that experience here, I wouldn't have gotten the job there in the bank. So. Sometimes, you know, life just works out. Yeah. You take the skills you got one place and you apply them somewhere else. So uh, we had a really nice time talking to Carrie and Michael. Uh, it was a wonderful conversation. I'm really excited to meet them. From the uh, center at St. Pete Beach. We're really excited to meet them. I don't know why did you, I was okay. <laughs> now I feel weird, awkward. <laughs> why? Because yeah, that Tourette's there for a second. <laughs> They're from St. Pete Beach, the center, which they have all kinds of cool stuff happening there. Like we were like blown away by all the really cool stuff. We want maybe stay there. Carrie carries the business administrator and wellness coach, and Michael's the owner. Yep. They have everything there. They even have um, a cannabis doctor. They have mm-hmm. products, CBD and yeah. Delta A products. So you can get your recommendation there. They have doctors. So if you qualify, you can get your card. They have, uh, what is it? They also have paint, paint and puff, like paint, puff and pour paint. Puff and pour. Oh, like the little spin art. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they have all kinds of cool stuff. Uh, we hope you enjoy their interview. Here it is. Right. Yeah, how did you guys meet? You said you've been working together for 20 years. How did you guys meet? Like, how did you guys start working together? Well, Carrie first worked with me. I've been a wellness or a healthcare business person here in Greater Tampa Bay for you know, over 30 years, 35 years. And uh, I had uh, 1,500 licensed assisted living beds in Florida and had 600 home healthcare patients. And Carrie became involved with us in our Tampa office mm-hmm. in Tampa for our home health care. We wanted to make a commitment to the Latin community because Tampa Bay, Hillsborough is heavy uh, Latino. So Carrie being multilingual um, was recruited to be an office manager, mm-hmm. right? Yep. right? And then, and then uh, I grew that business and I sold it to the uh, second largest public home care company. And then we took our specialty program in Greater Tampa Bay throughout, I think, uh, 13 counties in Florida and then six states. And then I left the public company because I'm not quite a public company guy. You know, I'm more, uh, more of an entrepreneur. Carrie stayed on with them. My non-compete was up and she left them and, and 
we teamed up with me in home healthcare. And over the past three years, um, we started the project, the center, which is very dear to my heart. The other wellness business I divested in and sold, it's so regulated now that you're really not, you're not helping people as much as we used to be able to, because, you know, regulations become more strict. And uh, my youngest child, Nicholas, I was a single dad with three children. Uh, my youngest son, Nicholas, was a grower in Colorado. Um, and uh, he came back from Colorado. He thought Colorado was oversaturated with grows and personal grows and all that. And he came back because me being a healthcare person, said, we'll get it going down there, dad. So he ended up working for Vitacan and then move. And it was a grower at move. And, you know, he, um, on our birthday month, three years ago, I think three years ago, uh, I committed to him. We'll get our cards and we'll start making a serious investment into the cannabis space. And uh, it might've been four years ago, actually, sorry. And uh, so I'm looking for something to do. So we found this property, which is here on St. Pete Beach. He and I, my better half, Nancy, who raised him half his life, got our cards through Triverde Health, medical marijuana doctors. I'm now an owner of it, and it's here. And Nicholas's goal was to have an environment that would be a, a cool, relaxing, laid back, nice environment that would help uh, people go through the process of understanding cannabis. So we recently updated our mission statement to be the center at St. Pete Beach is a cannabis-centric wellness center in which our goal is to destigmatize, normalize, and mainstream the dialogue of cannabis, whether it's over-the-counter cannabis, medicinal cannabis, and other things that you as individuals can take control of your lives and add to your life to help you manage your health care, such as sound bowls, yoga, meditation, massage. Cupping. I love it. I love it. I love everything. I love everything. I love everything. Yeah, everything you guys are about. And the key part to the closing of our mission statement and to lower your reliance on big pharma. Because mm -hmm. those of us in the 50s and 60s and 70s you know, the big pharma can be a scary thing. It's a needed thing, but it's, it's to give you more control of your health and well-being. And it's worked really, really well. So we, we created this. Um, Nick was a grower at Move, and he, um, he left us two Novembers ago through uh, suicide. I'm sorry. And, yeah, so are we. Mm -hmm. So we're here to have his dream live on here at the Center of St. Pete Beach, hopefully more in the future. We had a young man, his mom in today, and the mother said the second her son walked in, seven, 16-year-old boy, he felt so much calmer. So like the yoga people and the bowl people tell me, it's the frequency, Michael. It's the frequency, Moses. It's a good frequency in this space. And then you do the yoga, and it gets you better. Well, yeah, and even just when you walk in here, it's not your typical doctor's yeah. office. Yeah. You know, so if you come here to see the doctor for your medical cannabis, it's not like it's just not your typical doctor's office it really is it's hard to explain you have to really come and experience it great but, feel yeah. so like we had 38 medical marijuana patients say 15 are brand new because word of mouth we do very little advertising it so we've created the center to be a really cool place to understand and learn about cannabis yeah i like it i see you guys also do like uh cooking classes i mean it's just like yeah. It's so many facets of what you're doing. And it's, yeah, can it's, you give us it, like a rundown of all the different things that you guys offer? Let's so do tag team. Yeah, right? Because oh, you do. Oh, yeah, let's tag teams. I don't remember everything. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot. I've seen <laughs> when I checked your website, I was like, woo, a list. Yeah. And it's growing. No, it's not. We're, we're just education, everything. Yeah. So I, I know we have in common the flowery. We both love the flowery, right? They're based at a homestead. So when we linked up with them, we actually do a monthly VIP. Yeah, yeah, yeah. invite only. Yep, in invite only where they you buy the, the the flower from the flowery, they deliver it here. And then we have a really cool VIP experience where we press your flower. We have a rosin press machine. We press it, we medicate together. We learn about the benefits of, you know, rosin, you know, like the, the, the difference, how much money you can save, you know, versus the flower and the rosin and stuff. So um, that's one of, one of a really cool class that we like to do collaborate with the flowery. We also have a cannabis 101 class, and that's geared for our new patients that they're just brand new to to medicinal cannabis. So we talk about strains and methods of you know administration or routes of administration. We talk about terpenes and just you know some of the basics that they should know when they go to dispensary. Um, 
What are some other good ones? Part of why we like that class is some of the older people coming in, you know, my, my bucket minus 10 plus 10 years, they still think it's this, you know, smoking a doobie, a joint or whatever it's called today. And it's so much more the routes and the applications and the quality. So we had the 70 some real lady today. was so confused. She can't wait to come to the class. She goes, honey, I've been smoking since I was 12. I said, it's a whole different thing. Yeah. So the other things we do and everything we do is done vanilla, like plain Jane. Um, or with CBD, or if you have a medical card, you can do THC. So whatever we go through. So I medicated lightly before I started my class. So we have cannabis yoga, where you can come and get a little cannab moment. If you have your card in our medication, we do do the yoga. We have cannabis meditation, the sound. So everything you can do, it's straight up CBD or THC. So we have the sound bowl meditation. We have guided meditation. We have the aerial yoga. We have yoga, like kind of regular yoga for, you know, young people can do all these things, plus <laughs> yoga for anxiety, yoga for rheumatoid arthritis. Um, there's a new one she just talked about. God, I wish I lived in St. Pete. I know. It's so cool. nice, too. Have you have you been there? Yeah, it's beautiful. It's the beaches so are beautiful. It's gorgeous. My cousin lives out there. I'm going to have to tell him to hit you guys. Yeah, I have a cousin out there, too. Come on by, for yeah. sure. Yeah, our guest, we have pour and paint, where you pour paint as this thing's moving. So you can oh, medicate. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can you can drink your wine, have your scotch, or take okay. your medicine. Right. Um, we have a uh, what's it? it's lip. Oh yeah, it's a great. It's a really cool thing. Yeah, it's like open mic, so you can read poetry, yeah, your yeah, own yeah, poetry, yeah, yeah. original pieces, or you know, or or written poetry. And um, it's we've had different dispensaries sponsor that too. Um, so they get swag, they come partake with you know like-minded people, and it's it's around literature, poetry, that kind of thing. Or the massaging the massaging right so we have a, a treatment room where you get, get massage again regular lotion cbd lotion or low thc like i i get an issue here sometimes and the masseuse will do like trigger points for my thc cream for move it just opens all this up um and you can have couples massage we have like i think three or four masseuses now on staff yeah. you can do more private yoga we have a doctor of physical therapy here who helps people a lot of men have pelvic floor issues we have pelvic floor yoga and pelvic floor exercises and the edible stuff, you know, we yeah, do classes, you know, yeah. our classes are immersive, so you can learn how to make your own edibles if you want. Right. So the goal is to teach people to be able to do it on their own. You know, yeah. we don't want them to depend on us, but be more responsible Emp- with your medicine. Empower, right? empower. Yeah, that's amazing. So is it like a member, do you become a member of the center or do you pay per service that you do? How does it work? So both so you can just come and pay for one class drop in and pay for the class itself but if you we, we do offer a membership program because we also are a co-work space so if you're in the area and you, you need a, a space to you know print use wi-fi you can become a member and everything's at a discounted rate so you have a monthly membership fee it comes it actually includes a gym membership which is a gym that's on the street from here and it discounts on everything, on our classes, on our events, even the food, because, you know, we have a Cuban, modern Cuban cafe here. My God, I wish we lived in St. Pete. I swear <laughs> to God, like, this is, there's, there's nothing this like that here. Like I know, there's <laughs> nothing like that here. Yeah, we like it. It's hard to leave here when you're here, you know? Yeah. And the Cuban restaurant award winning, they're going to be on the Food Network? On the Food Network, yeah. Talking yeah, to two Cuban girls I right know, here. right, <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. We eat Cuban food, yoga, I mean... The rivalry between the, the Miami Cuban and the Tampa Cuban, you know, which uh, one you guys like, like, which is the right Cuban sandwich? Which, which version? <laughs> well, you know, I mean, we're like, I feel like Hialeah. Hi, well, Hialeah, come on. <laughs> Hialeah is like little Cuba. It's like, we have full, we have full event. Yeah. It's got like we're in an event space. Right. So we've had bat mitzvahs, baby showers. Okay. We just had, oh my gosh, for Florida Can Forum, God bless her. Oh, for Kathy Jordan. For we Kathy had a Jordan. Big celebration for Kathy Jordan. Uh, Florida Can hosted a huge celebration for her. Oh, we love them. Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah, they held that here. So, yeah, I mean, one of our goals is we want to host our first. I was just going to write that down. Our first cannabis wedding. So, if, if you know anyone that wants to have a cannabis Ooh, friendly. Ooh, okay. Cannabis love. wedding. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, I wish I am so I, I'm sorry I am so jealous of everybody <laughs> who gets to have a cannabis wedding now like I, I know right I, I saw like the for one of the first pictures to pop up of like the groom and the bride taking a toke of the bong and I was like 
That's so, uh, yes, I know. <laughs> do your renewal vows. Do your renewal vows. You can do it. Yeah. Yeah, versus our six feet, you know, us guys who are older, you know, weddings where everybody's drunk and they're hungover and they're ill, you know? Yeah. Open bars, okay, but we can't. Yeah, I know. I, I, I was more. I was really concerned over the people who I knew might get like super drunk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, you know what I mean? I, that was like my worry. I was like, oh my god, please don't get super wasted and embarrass me. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That doesn't ha- happen in the uh, CBD or THC world. You know, no. I've never ran into that. Honestly, I've never made a crazy decision. Like, okay, the craziest decision I've made when I was stoned is like chips. Eating too much. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. And overindulging, perhaps, <laughs> and the food. You know? Yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, Michael, what do you, how did you start? When, okay, tell me about the first time you enjoyed cannabis. Like, would you, would, can you tell us about that? Like, when was, huh? Well, that's not a good question. I was 16 the first time I did it. And I backed my my car in my buddy's car, and it cost me seven dollars seven hundred dollars to repair. Sounds like a sixteen year old thing to do. In college, um, uh, but college, you know, we all did it in college. Let's face it. And I did a stint on Wall Street when I worked, and of course, it wasn't marijuana; it was something else in those days. Oh okay. yeah, Wall Street. I know Wall. Okay. Definitely not. Definitely. You didn't even have to say. Like, come on, <laughs> it's implied. Everybody's seen Wonderful Wall Street. All those movies. Are true. <laughs> I mean, it. I worked for the second largest financial house in the country, traveled over the country for him, and it was just like for a small town boy from New York. I was like, "This is crazy! This is crazy!" But the first time I really enjoyed it medicinally, we're visiting Nicholas in Longmont, Colorado, and I was just frantic. And Nancy said, "What's wrong?" I said, "I don't know what's wrong, but I know when I was raising the kids, I take him to school." And I go to the batting cage and just hit the ball for like 20, 30 minutes. To, to. So he says, Dad, we're going to go to uh, the farm, the farm in Boulder. Great, great dispensary. And I'm talking to this young bud tender there. And I said, look, I just feel like, you know, I want to hit something with, you know, hit a baseball with a baseball bat. He goes, sir, sir, here, buy this, buy this. I took two puffs. The rest of the trip, I was fine. It immediately modulated me down. That 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 franticness was gone. The angst was gone, and I had a great remaining trip. And I realized then, son, you're on to something. This stuff really, really works. Because you know, if I took a, I don't have any prescription. But if, it, if I had a prescription, it tends to wear off, and you're right back where you were, typically, because it masks it. So that's the first time I really enjoyed it and realized the benefits. Then we started planning on, on going into the business. Nice. And what about you, Carrie? Because you said you your your son kind introduced of did he introduced you. you. How, how did that happen? Yeah. So I my story is a little bit more embarrassing, right? <laughs> the backing a car up into the- <laughs> oh, yeah, backing the car up. That was kind of bad. Mine was embarrassing, but um, so yeah, I could tell you so. I, of course, in high school, I tried it, but it was one of those when you first try it, I didn't feel anything. Yeah, like, me too. Yeah, you having a good time, and I just like, did I not inhale it right? Like, I just, it just, I didn't get it, you know, whatever. The next time I did it was, I, I, I it, my friend introduced me to a bomb. Okay, I hit like I'm like, oh, this is not gonna happen again. I'm gonna hit it right. I like the guy was like, you need to chill. Like you, you're hitting it too hard. <laughs> On the second time, I couldn't stand up. Right. I, I was like glued to the chair and we were outside in the backyard and he started raining. So he's like, oh, let's go. Let's go inside. I go to stand up and I fall flat on my face. Oh. Right. And this and this is in Homestead. Right. In, in your, so I, I, I fall flat on my face. I'm on the grass. And he's like, you know, you need, you need help up. And I'm like, leave me alone. Leave me alone. And I'm crawling in the grass. Oh, my. I'm crawling in the backyard. <laughs> I was so did you after that did you like were you scared afterwards because that's kind of hard when you like you don't get anything the first time and then you go too hard the second time yeah did that scare you so it didn't scare me i mean i really i laughed it afterwards i laughed it off because he recorded (laughs) me and everything so i was looking at myself and it was pretty funny but um no so what it made me do is like no i need to learn how to do it right like i wanted to try it again because I wanted to get the experience everybody else was having. Uh-huh. Yeah. 
and I did, and I did, you know, I, I, luckily I met some really cool people that knew what they were doing and they taught me the ropes. So yeah. Cause sometimes I hear people who are like their first time, you know, or whatever they're, they just get parent or like, it's too much the first time. And then they're like, you know, forget it. I don't ever like want to ever do it. Yeah. And I and understand like, yeah, if you have a really bad first experience, like yeah, that could be traumatic too. You know, you don't, but I always like when I talk to people and, and, and I'm glad that you exist too, because there are people who, who, you know, you can't just dive into it. Like if you've never done it before, you can't just dive into it. We were younger, so we kind of like we're teenagers, you know, yeah. But when you when you start, like you can't just I actually I got my conservative old mom to like she's she's elder, like she had me when she was older. So she like, was hard with her and she's oh. like, you know, she was when I when I told her about my podcast, I had not told her what the podcast was about. I told her we were moms, right? But like I didn't get specific. And then after we were having some sort of like, you know, uh, we were doing good with the podcast, like, you know, you're you're proud. You want to talk to your mom about it. So I kind of opened up the gates. Right. Regretted it. Judgment. Oh, and then and I've been trying to, to talk her like, look, this can be beneficial for you. Like, please, like, don't, you know, get rid of all the stuff that you think or people have planted in your head about it. So she started, I gave her a little bit of a gummy, you know, half, like I always say, like, go really low. And then you just kind of so you don't get that bad experience the first time, you know. Yeah, no, little I by little, I'm going to get her into asking me for gummies. <laughs> I got my mom. Get her, her card. Make her official. <laughs> my mom is 78 years old. Tried her first gummy, I want to say, a few months ago. Yeah, it was about a few months ago. She was having a lot of anxiety mm-hmm. and she was like. The, that stuff you know you do what is that <laughs> she does what it is she doesn't want to say it right <laughs> you know ladies it's like a modern day coming out to your parents mm-hmm. yes do you know what I mean? yeah we, we, have, we have a team member we've known for a lot of years no names mm-hmm. you know who who has serious health issues mm-hmm. okay had a, some brain tumor some surgery one was inoperable mm-hmm. constant pain for years we introduce her, she gets her card, mm-hmm. and uh, she's a healthcare professional, great, great woman. And using some RSO for a few months, microdosing, she has no pain from the inoperable brain tumor. She can't take any other pain medicine because she's allergic to a lot of things. Yeah. And she's very old school Latin Catholic. Mm-hmm. And she does not have the nerve to tell her mother. Yeah. Wow like a modern it's, day it's literally saving her life i know and yeah, isn't that amazing but it you, is yeah yeah, yeah it's, and it's, it's still the shame to tell because you know what i think it is everybody's coming I out just, of the green closet little by little but i think it's just like you know rather than have to hear it because the parents are so hung up on all the stigma that like right instead of like I don't know, because you, you want to tell them hey it's helping me look 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 at all the amazing things but at the same time there's so much bad news out there that like it's just blinded them so they're just worried because they think all the things that they've been told are true you know mm-hmm. and that's why like, centers like, like yours and conversations like this are so important yeah, yeah. like people like call it a gateway drug and the way it is is a gateway drug to help you minimize all those other drugs that have all those side effects yeah right. it's an exit drug and by the way, just for us Roman Catholics and Latin Catholics, the church does support medical marijuana to help somebody. But yeah. weed is in the Bible. Isn't weed in the Bible? He gave us all the plants. I'm pretty yeah. sure Jesus was. Or a mushrooms. Well, my son Nicholas. <laughs> yeah, my son, mushrooms. Psychedelics. Yeah. Sorry. That's the next frontier that they're finally bringing more education and, and um, outreach about letting people know how it helps with a lot of different um, mental illnesses. We, we think in my family, the burning bush was actually a cannabis bush. Oh, hmm. that makes sense. On top of the mountain and all. Yeah. When God spoke to Moses. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Burning bush. Unintended. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, let's talk a little bit about the event. Yeah, so, I was just going to say that next. Tell yeah. us about 420 Festival. This is the second year you guys are doing it? The second time? Yeah, yeah. So the first year we did it, we just 
figured like, you know, we should be doing something, right? And we thought we'd put something together. We thought it'd be small because we did it here at the center. It wasn't outdoors. You know, we just did it here within the- We region. didn't close off the street for that we either. We didn't close off the street. So mm -hmm. we, we really didn't expect such a huge turnout. We said, oh, we'll probably have like 100, 125 people. We had over 420 people show up. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, and it was great. It was really great. Um, so this year we said, no, we're gonna, we're gonna do it big and we're gonna do it at the park, which is literally walking distance from our venue. It's on the water. It's, I mean, it's gonna be oh. epic, rad, cool, whatever y'all say. Whatever it says, yeah, yeah, whatever yeah, people say now. But I, mean, I love the ocean. You can watch it by a drawbridge. It's gonna be great. Yeah, yeah. So it's gonna be um, on April 30th, which is a Saturday from 12 to 5. And the main performers, so True Leave is the, the music sponsor. And, um, you know, True Leave, we really appreciate because they're always come through. So they are one of the main music sponsors. Josh Heinrichs and uh, Butter Scott, two reggae artists, um, going to be performing. And then we also have one of our own educator. Um, yeah. uh, then I always say her name wrong. Diana? I say Jenna Dene. Dene. Right. So she's the lead singer of a local group called the um, Super Seeds. And they're going to also be performing. Um, and yeah, it's going to be. And she also is the sound bowl, sound healer teacher we have here. Right. Her, the one Nancy and I go to is like every other week, every Tuesday, but we go like every third Tuesday because it's a little addictive, quite frankly, these experiences. Yeah. Um, but she does it for donation from 530 to 6.30. We're here Tuesday night. We did it. And a couple of friends of ours came for Taco Tuesday here. And, and the husband was like, man, you're messed up. What's wrong? And I just had a bowl class. I mean, it just, it just, it, these, anyway. Yeah. yeah. It puts you in a place, I'm sure. Like, yeah. He, he has a band and they're going to be playing for the first hour or so. Right. So they're opening up right. for Josh and, and for Butter Scott. Now, and then the, another really cool thing is our VIP experience. So we have a, a local smoke shop that's called the um, where, uh, the Black Sheep Smoke Shop that is down the street from us as well. They're, they're sponsors for the VIP experience. Mm -hmm. Now that's going to be really cool because while the main event is at the park, the VIP experience is going to be here at the center in air conditioned for about an hour. You get to um, meet and he'll take pictures, autographs. He's going to do a little live acoustic set like we're just a private VIP group here, you know, and so that'll be here in the center. And then he'll go to the park and he'll perform, you know, or they'll perform. So at what time is that VIP session at? It'll be between 1.30 and 2.30. It'll be before. So Josh is going to go, is going to be performing from three to five, the last okay. two hours. So it'll be before he performs um, on stage. <laughs> yeah. Another really cool thing we're having is um, we're going to have live art and a live art, live art demonstration going on. So Dave, who goes by blessed, B-L-E-S-T design. He's going to be doing the live art at the festival, which is being sponsored by Sunnyside. So that's going to be cool. He does all type of, of art. Um, you know, he does murals, canva, canvases, high-end paintings. I mean, he does just about everything. His art is really cool. And he'll be selling some of his art there, too. So we're yeah, going to have that's awesome. And you have there's going to be a ton of vendors there, too, right? Yeah. Yep, yep. Yes. We have a ton of vendors. Some cannabis, you know, like we have, we just met this re, um a new cannabis accountant like she she deals with businesses related which is pretty to cool i think it's pretty cool yeah and we have that we have a uh, full cheesy which is one of the food trucks that are local here is going to be here we have a bunch of food trucks uh, well not i shouldn't say a bunch of food trucks we limited we gotta have food we gotta have drinks yeah. we have like cbd kombucha we're gonna have delta eight infused drinks by local ocho yeah yeah so we're oh, gonna... they're gonna have that thing oh that my thing. god yes 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 so a student oh, glass yeah, 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 yeah. Have you oh, seen the thing? The thing. I, 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 I know the sign language, emotion. so I, I got, I knew that one. We have a small cocktail bar here in the center in the next upcoming months, so we're going to use that thing for both infused cocktails and infused other things. Yeah. So, so some of my buddies, my age, sorry, some of my buddies, my age, you know, the late fifties, late sixties, like, so. I can get what what are those drinks those guys the, the smoke. smoke you can do a smoke Manhattan yeah. you can do a smoke uh, another, old fashioned yeah smoke oh. old fashioned goes but I could do it with wood chips and my marrow and my medicine mm -hmm. I said yeah, yeah. Then she goes no I just want to do it and video show all my buddies back because he's a retired you know military guy he can show it off to all his buddies who can't do the marijuana yet you know yeah. it helps him helps his entire family the yeah, so, yeah so G but that thing is so cool yeah so G Pen is going to be doing that uh, demonstrations. Uh, at the event so they'll, they're going to be doing both they're going to be showing you how to use it for how to make a smoke drink and then how to use it to 
as a cannabis consumption device. So you'll be able mm -hmm. to see both. Yeah, and then it's That's also gonna rock. Yeah, yeah, and it's also going to be part of the VIP experience. We'll have one here, and then we'll have our own here. Correct. Because we're opening up a coffee shop and a cocktail lounge in two months here, mm -hmm. in which you can do that thing. You guys yes, just so. want the center to have yeah, everything. Yeah, like the people will never leave. I mean, people <laughs> will never leave. There. Well, we're, we're, we're upgrading our use with the city, so people like me can have a cigar legally in here. I mean, I could do it on closed, mm -hmm. and we could have these infused cocktails because, you know, we need to incorporate all the things that we like. The Cuban restaurant is great for the food. She has a liquor license. And yeah, it's, it's to have everything here, like kind of a, a one-stop environment where you can feel, feel better, you know? Right. Yeah. And another, another really cool thing that we did last year and we're doing it again this year is the Best of the Bay Awards. So right now we're taking nominations for Best Dispensary and Best Bud Tender. And, um, and then we announced the winner at, at our, four, our, four, our 420 Festival on 430. So that's super cool. Move won Best Dispensary last year. And there was a gentleman, Max, from Sunnyside who won Best um, Bud Tender. And right now, like right now, when, we, when I totaled the last numbers, Sunnyside was actually um, winning so far. But, you know, we the, the, yeah, the nominations that's don't. Nice. So like. For Best uh, Dispensary? Yeah. yeah they got too. one plan. <laughs> yeah, that's good. And, and we, need, we need to do a shout out for another thing, if I could. Um, in this room. A year and a month ago was the birth of the idea of the Hemp Olympics. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. And you got to know Chris of OMG. Mm -hmm. I want to say they were at another festival that we, yeah. that we yeah. were at. Yes. So, so we want to put a shout out to him and to, to Brian of Potluck SRQ. Oh, yes. You know, we worked with him before. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so let me tell you a little about the Florida Hemp Olympics. So we did the, our first Florida Hemp Olympics. This year. Yeah. Well, we had the pre-qualifiers here. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then the games were at Brian's event at, in Sarasota. At SMQ. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, they win. Well, last year, like gold prize was $750 worth of, of, of product value, value, $750. This year, it's $1,000. So $1,000 for gold, $750 for uh, silver, and then $500 for bronze. And the games are super cool because the, you know, they're not physical games. Like, you know, you're, you're not doing physical activity. They're, you know, how fast can you uh, roll a blunt or how fast can you create a pipe out of what we give you or how, how, uh, you know, throwing... the smoke ring, no smoke ring this time. Not no smoke. Okay. Ring. Yeah. Oh, cause not the wind. Yeah. That's yeah, hard to do the yeah, smoke yeah, ring because yeah. of the wind. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so there, there are games like that. We have cannabis trivia and things like that. So they're going to have this year, the Florida Hemp Olympics, Olympics is going to have the games at Flowfest at Brian's Flowfest this year, yeah. which is the week prior to our event. Uh -huh. We love you, Brian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a great guy. He does great events. And then the following weekend is our event. So at our, our 420, 430 event, the awards, whoever wins the Hemp Olympics will get their awards at our event. Are you going to oh, have cool. that, uh, different level stands? Oh, we could. Second, we should. third. Yeah. yeah. You got to put the first on the water in the background. With the water in the background. On, yeah. on milk crates. Down, looking down on milk crates. The you put them on yeah, the crates. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Have you seen the milk crates challenge where they stack them up and people try to walk on them? No, no, no. I can't watch it because I know they're going to fall on their face. Oh my, I know. It's like you want you want them to make it. You're rooting for them the whole time, but you're like, I know this is going to end bad. <laughs> I love how you say that. It's going to end bad. End bad. Well, this event sounds like it's going to be awesome. We're so excited that we're going to be there. I want to remind your, your, your guests that it's our 420 festival on 430. Yeah, 420 yeah, 4 on 430. 430. It's 420 on 430. And we were asked on the radio that day, well, why that? I said, well, because before and after 420, everybody will be doing their own big things. And 420 is a work day, so most of us work, you know? Yeah. We should just so celebrate the whole month. Weekend, which will rock. People can recover and come out and do it again. Yeah. <laughs> right? Every weekend of April, yeah, should listen, just be dedicated to not, cannabis. It should be National Cannabis No, but month. like, what? You don't even need to convince us of celebrating 420 on another day. Like, we can celebrate 420 every day. We I don't celebrate care. the 20th like, of every month. Yeah. <laughs> and that was our interview with the center at St. Pete Beach. Uh, really nice people. We're, we're so excited to, to meet them at the 420 Festival, April 30th. Please follow them at uh, the center SPB on Instagram and you could go to their website is uh, www.thecenter.com. That's C-N-T-R-E-S-P-B.com. 
Hey, uh, we're so thankful for your ears. Thank you so much for it's taking the, the time the to show. listen to us. <laughs> Are you going to be making awkward inter- interruptions? No, I mean, I it's kind of fun. It just changes things up a little bit. It's the end of the show. It's the end of the show. We should make a song. The end of the show song. Hey, we want to give a special thank you to our patrons. They rock the house. Patrons, some of you like Yanni. Destiny. Lauren. Jesse. Christy. April, Shelby, Denise, Peaches, Natalie, Meredith, Terry, Angelina, Jenny, Catherine, and, and welcome <laughs> our new patron, Camilla. Camilla! <laughs> Thank you for joining. Uh, we love our patrons. Hey, you could become a patron. You can get all the attention and love from the Pot Smoking Moms. Join us for early access to episodes. Um, uncut Addition- versions of our interviews. Uh-huh. Additional <laughs> content. Zoom. Oh, my favorite is our group chat on Instagram. Our group where chat. we talk shit all the time. Yeah, all the time. Constantly <laughs> bitching about shit. Uh, Zoom and smoke sessions. Those mm-hmm. are fun, too. Once a month. Hey, we also have vacations, apparently. <laughs> and now we're doing dinners, too. Uh, so get a discount for the dinner, 20% off. And, you know, just go be a patron. You know you want to. Subscribe, rate, review, share content. We love you. PotsmokingMoms.com is our website. Bye. Bye.